The problem is that most small business owners quit too soon because they get discouraged. And just know that everybody who starts on a social media, when you are building up your audience and your business, we all go through the stage of crickets. Welcome to Small Biz Babes Community Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping ambitious small business owners like you to gain clarity so you can grow a profitable and sustainable small business online. My name is Michaela. I'm a small European town gal with big dreams who moved to Canada, built a multi six-figure business from living room floor, and now I'm here to give you the answers, the confidence, and the resources you need to create a business and life you love. No filter here. Get ready to dive deep into honest conversations and hear the truth. The failures, the successes, and practical advice from marketing, social media, to systems, mindsets, and habits. You leave feeling empowered and equipped with actionable steps that you can apply to your business and make your goals happen. Let's dive right in. Welcome to episode 18 of Small Biz Babes Community Podcast. Today we are going to dive into tips for staying consistent on social media for your small business. If you often find yourself struggling to remember to post or feeling overwhelmed by never-ending demands of social media, this episode is for you. I also struggled to stay consistent and I hated social media in early days in my business because I didn't have any systems and I just found it too time-consuming. So I'm going to give you five things that helped me to create a system that allows me to stay consistent now for, oh my gosh, over three years. And that is posting consistently ranging from three times a week to posting three times per day based on the different platforms and stages I went through in my business. Before we dive in, let's get clear so we are on the same page that consistency is not the same as frequency. Being consistent doesn't mean you have to post seven times a week. It means choosing a posting schedule that you can commit to based on your schedule and show up same time, same place every week. I already touched on this in episode 11, where I was talking about how I grew to over 150,000 followers on Instagram organically. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I will leave it in the show notes for you so we can tune in right after this one. All right, without further ado, let's get into the tip number one. Create a posting schedule and posting calendar. Because if you run your small business social media account and you don't have that, then you are likely just leaving posting for the time when you will remember or for the time when you will have more time, which, let's be honest, never happens. We all have busy schedules, so if we don't plan it into the calendar like we do anything else for our business or personal life, chances are that it's either not going to happen at all or that you're going to be sitting in a car, going for a dinner, posting last-minute posts in the end of the day when you are exhausted 
which first of all will reflect in the quality of your post, but also you will feel frustrated about it. I found that I had very negative relationship with social media in early days in my business because it was one of those things that I never planned for and it ended up being just that thing on my to-do list which I felt that I, I should do it, I have to do it, and I was dreading it. I struggled to stay consistent and I found it so overwhelming and time-consuming to create content. But once I started to plan and created my posting schedule, it allowed me to create a system so I could stay consistent, plan forward, and not do it last minute. So the first thing you want to do when creating your posting schedule is define the days you are going to be posting, but think for the long term, not just for like this week or like this month. And think about what can you realistically commit to. If you are right now not posting several times a week, you'll want to work towards that schedule, right? Otherwise, it's just too overwhelming. When I used to work as a fitness coach, we used to say to clients, if you do too much too soon, you are going to quit. And it's true because it's habit building. The same thing comes with social media. Start small and add more later. So if you look into your schedule now and you see that you can commit to posting two times a week, great. That means you just will have to create eight posts for the entire month. That's not that much if you plan for it. After you define how many times per week you can actually show up in an exact same time every week, let's say you have a 20 minutes time between your lunch on Tuesday and Thursday, then you will want to write those down and actually mark it in your calendar, in your planner, in and set reminder in your phone, whatever you use to keep yourself organized, where you set your dates and appointments, where you look into your schedule, that's where you will want to have it. So you don't forget. In early days in my business, I could only post in the evening after dinner. So that would be usually around 7.30. And I committed that I'm going to start with posting three times a week because that I could do at a time. And it was Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. And then once I was able to stick to it, just afterwards, I added more posting days because... Before I actually came up to this, I was like most people. I told myself, okay, I can really do this now. I'm going to post every day for like two weeks. And then I spent like crazy amount of time trying to create those posts for two weeks. And after two weeks went by, I was so exhausted. I was like, I can't do this. And my posts, like nobody's liking it anyways. So I'm not going to continue. That's why it is really, really important that you start with a realistic posting schedule and build that habit of posting, of showing up. That's the first stage that is going to get you to stay consistent for the long term. All right, let's move to the second tip. Plan your photo shoot days or content recording days or hours 
and make fun of it. And I know what you're thinking that you don't have time to spend entire day or afternoon to take photos or record the content because I also used to think that. And the reason why I didn't have time was because I did not prioritize that time and I didn't know that if I schedule up hours to batch create, batch record my content, it will give me more time for the long term. It will take me away from this last minute the rushing mode and I will be able to accomplish more and I will be able to plan more deliberately and intentionally so I'm actually posting with strategy and not just rushing to make last minute post because I have to post. So scheduling afternoon to take a photos and record videos has changed my approach to content recording altogether and it helped me to improve the quality of my photos and videos. Because when you give yourself a couple of hours working on it, instead of creating content last minute, you actually feel less pressured, you feel more creative, relaxed, it's more enjoyable, you can play around with it, you don't get so frustrating when lightning isn't right or you can't find the right angle because you simply schedule that time in your calendar to figure it out. Plus, you have time to record that content and take photos from different angles, with different outfits. You can put on a makeup and make yourself feel good. You can set up your props and then just save it in your camera albums so you can use it and reuse it later. When I first started doing it, I would just plan like a couple of hours every other week to do it because I didn't have time, right? And then once I figured out that, oh my gosh, this is actually freeing up so much time and it's awesome that I have all of this content ready to go and in hand, I started to plan up like a whole photo shoot day so I could pre-record and take a content for a month ahead. And at the times when I had my product business, I usually used to do it when I was taking photos for my website because everything was already styled up. And since I was taking those photos, I could just record a few clips from different angles, holding the product, styling the products, and just have fun with it. Okay, you know that when I try a business tool that saves me hours of my time and allows me to achieve better results for my business, I'm hooked. And I've got to share it with you. Let me introduce you to Flick. Or should I say my secret Instagram helper? Flick helps you to take the guesswork out of finding hashtags so your content can be discovered by your ideal audience. No more using random hashtags that don't do anything for your business. With Flick, you can find hashtags for your niche within a minute and save them in app directly for future use. Thanks to their next level analytics, you can grow your reach with over 20 key metrics you won't find on Instagram. Learn which hashtags to use, what's the best time to post for you, and you can even use their scheduling tool to plan out your content. It's one of my favorite apps of all time. 
If you'd like to join me and over 20,000 business owners and save time while growing your business on Instagram with Flick, you can start your free trial today via link in the show notes of this episode. All right, so that was uh, point number one, uh, create your posting schedule. Point number two, schedule up content recording days and batch record uh, video clips and uh, photos. And now we are getting into tip number three, which is create your content library, meaning start saving and organizing your photos and videos in photo albums in your phone camera based on your content topics. So you can reuse it and have some videos to create content faster. You can record some video clips of yourself working from different angles. You can record some video transitions of yourself standing or even video transitions for your products. You can also record just a clips of yourself in different outfits as you are either pointing up uh, that you can later fill up with a text bubbles and use that in your reel And you can also record different clips of just your styled products, packaging products, anything that you do in your workday, and then categorize it based on those content topics. All right, a tip number four. Start recording time lapses of yourself working. All you need is just a tripod and find angle that you can record yourself when you work. It only takes like a minute to set up that tripod and really just find in angles for few like a tripod set up stations you know that you find acceptable to record a content with like when we work from home we always work with angles then you'll just turn it on and you work and because it's time lapse it doesn't take a lot of space on your camera so If you don't have a tripod and would like a recommendation, I can leave uh, links to all of my tripod setups in the show notes for this episode, the same ones that you can see on the videos that I'm sharing on Instagram. Once you start recording time lapses of yourself, of doing the things that you normally do in your business from a different angles, it will give you a, I call it like a filler video clips that you can reuse for months and years ahead. Like for me, you can see even now that I'm using different reels, of course, if it's applicable for that reel. But when you're sharing your story, or if you're showing behind the scenes of your business, you can pull out those videos and use them for your content over and over again. Um, Just like I do, I am able to now use those time lapses and showcase how my business evolved and all different things I did because I started to record them years ago. Okay, and lastly, tip number five, if you want to stay consistent with social media, you will at first have to heal your relationship with social media. This was a big one for me. I used to kind of give up on creating content in girly, girly, (laughs) early days in my business because I found myself demotivated by posting when I had low views, low likes, and low engagement. And a thing that has helped me to get over it was when I realized 
that I was attaching those results to the feeling of my self-worth. What helped me to get over it was to realize that I am not doing it, I'm not posting it because I'm seeking for approval or because I need to be liked, because I need that to make me feel good about myself, but I am doing it to achieve goals for my business and to accept the fact that I will need to learn and practice before my content gets better, just help me to focus on improvement instead of getting discouraged when I didn't see those likes or follows. And you get to the point when it it just won't bother you at all once you start recognizing that and focusing on your own progress and you separate it. And I'm not saying to not look at it or ignore it because, of course, we want to look at the numbers, but you want to take those numbers as just like information that is pointing you which direction to go instead of taking it personally as a negative feedback to your work because it's not. And once you start focusing on your own progress, you will feel gratification from seeing improvement in quality of your content. You will feel gratification of different things that you start noticing about your content. And by the time you get there, you will probably start seeing the results. But the problem is that most small business owners quit too soon because they get discouraged. And just know that Everybody who starts on a social media, when you are building up your audience and your business, we all go through the stage of crickets. And first of all, it takes a while for our content to get better, for our, you know, to get familiar with the platform and and to learn how to, you know, how to even make content that looks good, that people want to watch. Like it's not something that we get born with, we just learn by practice and by paying attention. And the more content you will create, even if no one is liking it, the better you get. And also it takes time because algorithm has to figure out where to categorize you, what is your content about, of who to show it, right? So it's just getting through that hump While you are learning how to create better content, developing your posting habits, an algorithm is sorting out where to put your content, who to show your content to. All right, and that takes us to the summary we do in the end of each episode. To stay consistent with your small business social media, Try, number one, to create a posting schedule and book it in your calendar. Be realistic. Don't try to do too much too soon. Start small, add more later. Number two, plan out your content recording days where you can take a photos and a videos so you don't have to always record content on the go. Number three, Start building up your content library based on your content pillars so you always have videos to use. Number four, 
Start taking time lapses of your work days. They are super easy to set up and you don't even need to like do makeup for it because it's moving so fast. No one is really seeing it. Number five, heal your relationship with social media. Don't do it for likes. Do it for your goals. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If this episode resonated with you or helped you in any way, please share it with your fellow small business owners by taking a screenshot and posting it on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at Small Biz Babes Community so we can connect and support each other. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're hungry for more, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Small Biz Babes Community for daily small business tips and inspiration. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.